who you fall for isn't necessarily who your type is. You fall ah, for who you fall for. That's all emotions are. Energy in motion. Okay, so you had a date the other day. What was the X then? Oh God, I'm really exposing myself now. Life's too short, this is it. There's no dress rehearsal, is it? This is no. it. It sounds more complicated than it is. It's actually very simple. The difficulty is people keep repeating the patterns. Here we are, guess who it is? Caroline Gladding. I'm Rosie Gladding. Hi, welcome to our world. And this is where we'll figure it all out. What the hell is an ick? Do you know what an ick is? It's basically where you just get turned off by someone because they do something and you're just like, that is, oh, no. Where did that come from? I don't know. It just came. Is it your made up thing or is no, it a thing? No, everyone, everyone knows it's a thing. So everybody's got icks. Everyone has an ick. It's not a tick, it's an ick. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, it's an ick. So it's an ick. If somebody does something you don't like, it's an ick. So yeah, is that it's just something, something that you get turned off by and you're just like, oh no, don't. So don't on a like date, that. do you say what what your icks are? Yeah, you don't really tell them because they'll probably have an ick that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me an idea. What what is it? What's your ick then? Oh god, I'm really exposing myself now. Um, one ick that I definitely don't like as a gym girl. All right. Is guys wearing gloves in the gym? Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that oh, is really strange. God, it's awful. That's, that's, like, you've yeah. got some hands. At least they make them manly. And, you know. Is grip. that because they don't want blisters or something? Yeah. So, so that's one ick. So give me another ick. Oh. The thing is, icks are one of those ones where it's just like you kind of want to vom. <laughs> vom? Oh, my God. What type of language is this? I've really... I'm showing my age now. <laughs> it wasn't like that in my day. Okay, so if you didn't have X in your day, what did you have? Well, we didn't have very much. That was a problem. I was locked up in boarding school, so I had jumping to over fences to meet guys on dates. That's what you were doing. A little bit of that, yes. You tell me off if I do something like that, wouldn't you? I certainly would. Yeah, yeah. No, climbed over the wall, got expelled. But the the very nice boyfriend I had at the time went in and spoke to the nuns and said. I don't know what he said, but she came out and said, everything's fine. We won't tell your mum and everything's fine. And they all loved him. So that was clearly flirted with the nuns then. He obviously did something. He did something. He mustn't have had any ex. Yeah, she didn't. No. No. Okay, so if I have a guy that I'm on a date with and I have an ex, what would would I do? Okay, so you had a date the other day. What was the ex then? You've had a few dates, actually, haven't you? Yeah, I've got to remember which one. Oh, I, can't, I can't keep up with you. <laughs> <clears throat> well, which one? Talk about the napkin then, yeah? Well, what I was saying was to you last night is when, when you go on a date, you notice everything about little things that they do that you either like or you don't like or you notice from past relationships that you've seen them that they haven't done that you'd quite like them to do. Like the simple thing, my ex never used to put the napkin on his lap when we used to go for dinner. He barely even knew what the cutlery was. (laughs) 
Well, he wasn't the right one, was he? <laughs> Definitely not. But then when I spoke to a guy recently yeah. that we went on a date with, that it's all a bit bizarre now anyway, <laughs> he said, oh, I put the napkin on my lap, didn't I? I said, you did? He said, okay. You noticed that? I said, of course. He said, but if it's just a paper napkin, well, then you don't really do then. Oh, I don't know. It's you a real napkin. Doing, yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah. Well, God, this dating world is not easy, is it? I, I do feel sorry for your generation. I really, really do. But everything's just on social media and There's people so don't actually pressure. want to meet people these days. They just want to have a pen pal and chat to them online for God knows how long and not actually ever see each other. The difference is there's so many people out there, whereas in my day you just go to the local pub or a wine bar or something. And actually have some balls to go up to someone <laughs> and speak to them. <laughs> exactly. But nowadays, no. There's, there's too many fish in the sea and that's the problem. They all think there's something better around the corner. Yeah, or they just go back to their exes. <laughs> that's what they do. Well, well, that's they try I, it for a little bit and then they're like, no, don't have anything, I'm just going to go back. That's where they need to come and see me. I would sort that out. Yeah. Definitely. So what would you say to them? Because if they keep repeating old patterning and back to their ex and it wasn't working the first time and they're obviously on a, on a roll there and there's stuff yeah. that needs working through. The difficulty is people keep repeating the patterns. Yeah, it's because they're not strong enough to... It's because they don't, they don't know their self. That's no. why. They don't know their self. Most people are going around clueless, not knowing what they're feeling at all. Yeah, but they're not, they're not emotionally aware to know in the first no. place. Thanks no. to you, I am. Mm. Is that good or bad? Both, I think. <laughs> yeah. Emotional intelligence is... Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it is. And emotional maturity. But that and also just having the courage to just say no and to not do it anymore. But to, mm. to not keep going back to bad situations where you're not happy. But people would rather be in bad situations sometimes than be single. And that's sad. Because they can't yeah. sit with themselves, you know, all those uncomfortable feelings that are coming up. So they go out, they get drunk, they get off their head on drugs or whatever. They're just running away from themselves. Yeah. I mean, I'm not against drink or whatever, but, you know, you've got to do it. I like a nice glass of wine, but I don't need to go yeah. out and have the bottle and get punch drunk. Yeah. Too. No, but I think people see that as coping mechanisms because yeah. it's just hiding the fact that... Yeah. They're not happy, or they're not. And that is sad. Life's too short for that. It you sure know? is. So how will you know then when you've met the right guy, do you think? You will tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, um, you will know. You've got your own intuition. Well, you have a list, don't you? You kind of... What I read somewhere the other day was you write a list of all the qualities that you want in someone, mm -hmm. and you take that in your head so when you start meeting people... You see whether they tick, tick those box, things yeah. off of it. Yeah. Just in the back of your mind. They might not have it yet. Mm. They could develop something that they have it. Because not everyone's going to tick every box. But if they don't tick the major issues off that box, mm. well, then what's the point? And what are your 10 things on your list, then? Uh, that's a lot. That's t I don't even know if I have 10. <laughs> Do you think, you know, you, you hear all these things on Instagram and, oh, you should want to rip his clothes off and all these things, and you know, and the first date. And Do you think all that's real, you know? Do you think? I think, I think it's a big part of it because you've got to have that instantaneous 
attraction attraction spark but, because otherwise you're just friends but it's an energy isn't it you yeah you, you've got to have that so it's like a sexual energy yeah. or a, a needy energy or this energy or that energy you've got to have those thoughts because if you don't have that initial thought what what happens then what being friends and getting to know the person and well yeah i think actually that, like i believe them. in both yeah definitely because sometimes you don't get that instantaneous thing no but you want it mm. you want it there yeah yeah well i think you need to know what you what you like and what you don't like so you need to know yourself well to get into a relationship that is going to serve you on the level that you need to be served you know. Yeah. And work through your own issues ah. before you go back into another relationship. Absolutely. Because you'll bring it all back up again. There's my motto. <laughs> exactly. You will just keep going round and round until you deal with those feelings. To actually deal with the feelings, first you've got to recognise what the emotions are. And so you've got to sit with those and really feel, okay, when I'm with this person, I feel sad. So you notice you're feeling sad. That person is bringing that sadness up for you, but it's old sadness. It's stuff that you've been holding on to maybe when you were three, when your dad left or your mum left or you're beaten or whatever. So it's a trail of emotion. And the emotion is what guides you to yourself, what is going on for you. And the thing is, is people get caught up in the emotion and the emotion takes over them rather they in charge of the emotion. The emotion is just an indicator. It's an energy in motion. That's all emotions are, energy in motion. So it's like a little emotion guide out there going, oh, <clears throat> you know, you feel sad. That person's making you sad. Okay, so do I need to hold on to that? Well, no. Is this my stuff? Is this their stuff? So it's a whole bag of tricks that you've got to delve into. It sounds more complicated than it is. It's actually very simple. And the quicker you do it, the quicker you can move on. The biggest part is just notice, recognise it in yourself. Yeah. And, and people don't take the time to do that. Um, it, it might be helpful for people to just put a little alarm in their phone and like three times a day and just stop. What am I feeling right now? And just notice, am I happy, sad, angry? I mean, have you ever not noticed when you go out and you're, you're with the supermarket trolley and you're a bit rushed and you're a bit, and people are bashing into you and you're like, oh. as soon as you notice you're frustrated, you're angry, whatever. Ah, oh, thank you. Here's the emotion God telling you that you've got this stuff or whoever you want to call it, angel, spirit, you know, or just yourself. But it's noticing, acknowledging, dumping in what I call the fuck market and switching it. Yeah. yeah. So you can do that yourself. You don't, you know, you can practice that. And it takes practice because it's a mindset. Yeah, it's not easy to do. No. But you're noticing, how am I feeling? Uh, let's say, for instance, with an ick, um, I mean, I, I, I've only got an ick, but it's through, through Rosie that I've got the ick with ripped jeans. And now I'm going to oh, go really God. inappropriate. <clears throat> I hate You did jeans. not like ripped jeans. No. My ex had ripped jeans. <laughs> so we all know how we thought of that. <clears throat> and it's only because I noticed I had a pair of ripped jeans myself. So I knew when I bought them, I was in pain. 
I wasn't aware of it at the time. I thought, oh, they're really trendy, blah, blah, got them. And then I sat with it and I realised I'm in pain. And it's because I had a lung collapse and I had big surgery and everything. So I was literally physically in pain. And then I put the two together. That's what it is. They're in pain. They're showing you their pain. They don't look good either. No. I think guys go through a phase where they think it's cool. Yeah, they think, uh, they yeah. think it's sexy wear and skinny I mean, ripped jeans. I'm not going to say little right, but, you know, that's fine. I'm talking mega I used to have a pair. We all know how well that went down. <laughs> <laughs> but don't yeah. own them anymore let's just say <laughs> but uh, generally with the uh, the X let's say so that was a, an off one but say you have an ick because somebody um, uh, sweats at night right let's say and it could be I mean that's a really weird one isn't it but that's what came to me so <laughs> No, a lot of people sweat at night, but some people really might find that yuck. But how would you know if someone sweats? Well, you wouldn't know, but you soon would if you were laying next to them, wouldn't you? So, and that could be because you used to sweat as a kid because it, it you were abused or you were attacked or you were in a trauma and you associate that sweating with that event. So that's when the it can be a lot deeper. But I think Rosie's icks are mainly little icks. I think the problem with icks now, though, as well, is you have people tend to get them a lot more and more because of society. Where the way it goes on social media, people say, "Oh, that looks awful." People take that as they're very judgmental, judgmental, yeah. and then the people take that on for themselves. Be like, "Oh, I don't like that either." We all have that. Judgment. Everyone has their. But yeah. I think icks are a lot more personal to like different people. Like what some person might like, other people don't. Yeah. And that's absolutely fine. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's something you can work on, necessarily. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure... Someone could just take the gloves off in the gym. That's fine. And just not wear them again. Uh, Solution. <laughs> say a couple who've been together for 50 years. They've got to have some ick, something, you know. But they're still together and they're working through it. Yeah, I think it's more of when you, when you don't know anyone. And you go on a first date and they do something. Yeah. Well, that's going to be... weirds you out. Yeah. You're like, oh, and you're never going to forget that. Like that. You'll always see that and, and it will always bug you. Yeah. So, but it's getting to know yourself, what you like, what you don't like, what you'll put up with, what you won't put up with. You know? Yeah, it's very difficult. It's just difficult dating now. It's yeah. difficult meeting people. Not even to go on dates, to meet friends, to meet... Yeah. Like-minded people. Yeah. What happens at dinner parties? That's what it used to be. It's like house parties, but not house parties as you know them now, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know. We should start a dating app. Why don't we start a dating app? I said that for years. Then I can analyse them. Dating. <laughs> I can I can have a tick sheet. So do you do this? Do you, you know, we could, we could really go for it, couldn't we? And match people up who are actually emotionally suited and emotionally matched. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. People got to be ready for all their emotions to come up there and that. Well, they just need to get on with it, don't they, really? Yeah. Life's too short. This is it. It's no dress rehearsal, is it? This is no. it. Like our favourite song. Oh, I know. I'm really enjoying that song it's at the moment. It's a great moments. song. Yeah. You've got to live more and love more. You've got to live more and love more. We do. And hubby's not so bad. Hubby's not so bad. (laughs) 
Well, did you have any eggs with it? Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Well, yeah, actually. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Actually, he was the opposite of what I thought I would ever go for. He had long hair and tattoos, and I'm not into tattoos either. Like tattoos either. <laughs> I also have one of them. <laughs> She's rebelling. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but I got the haircut, tattoos. Yeah, you don't see them with the top on, so it's fine. Yeah. But then that goes based off your type. Who you fall for isn't necessarily who your type is. You fall for who you fall for. That's exactly who I'm saying. So energetically, we brought each other in to work on our stuff. We both have worked through. And what did Dad say to you when they first met? Taking you out? What did he say? He said, I've got nothing to offer. And you still went? Exactly. He said, I haven't got any money. I haven't got anything. I said, it doesn't matter. That's not what I'm there for. You know? I want to rip your clothes off. That's what I'm there for. That's what... (laughs) You think that's what I was thinking? Yeah. To be honest, he had a good ass. <laughs> I do not need to know about that with my dad. Yeah, there you go. And we're still going. Still going strong. Work in progress. But he's had to work through a lot of stuff. Same way I have. You don't just suddenly arrive at, oh, I'm emotionally intelligent. No. no. You've got to work through it. You've got to feel the pain. You've got to dump it and you've got to switch on. Yeah. You know? It's, it, t- it does take time, but it only takes as long as you want it to. Dad's been a little bit of a slow learner. He's like my, my project. He's he he he's always saying, "I'm your, I'm your well, not hardest client, but I'm your most difficult most client." Most difficult client. It's probably he's resisted because. But now, good look at him. He's meditating more he's than me. He's transformed. <laughs> he really has. He yeah. really has. Brilliant. Very proud of him. Yeah. The new man. Definitely a different dad to what he was growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's thanks to you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See you again. Thanks. Bye. On the next episode... That documentary's just come out, that evacuation. She was in it, yeah. yeah. They said, you guys all seem happy and all right. So you've already made a preconception of how you think we are coping when we're not at all. Emotion. That's what's connecting it. That's the thing. You could be a real advocate for people in the army 